Welcome. You're listening to Now That You Ask, curious answers to life's persistent questions as seen through the eyes of Akasha Halsey. That would be me. I'll be your host and guide as we settle in for a few minutes of the unexpected that may bring about your own questions and maybe even some answers too. Thanks so much for joining me. Now let's get started with the show. Daring Wild Woman Wears Elephant Mask About a year ago, I had an attitude adjustment of the highest order. Mortality was front and center. Vanity was close behind. Processing an hour and a half of information on an empty stomach caused by excessive anxiety before this appointment had me envisioning my head actually exploding. I would have come home and taken a nap, but that now required massive preparation. After getting lost due to Google Maps asking me to turn right onto a non-existent street, I backtracked and found the address I was looking for in a shopping center with a Safeway and Church's fried chicken, which I made a mental note to try since I'd heard so much about it. However, by the time I was finished with my appointment, I could barely remember which car was mine. Also, I got in a lot of steps toward my goal of 10000 because the office I needed was at the very back of a winding hallway that looked like it ended more than once, and signage was lacking, to say the least. It was at this location that I was fitted with my luxury model CPAP machine, chosen for its virginal white color and more flexible six-foot tubing which would connect my mask to oxygen. I was to become the proud owner, after multiple monthly payments, of a cushion mask which, when worn correctly, looked like it was propping up my nose. When I tried on what I was assured was a new demonstration mask, it didn't seem too bad and was kind of squishy soft, which eliminated my fear of a claustrophobic mask covering both my nose and my mouth. I tried to pay attention as best I could during the assembly presentation, but there were so many parts that needed to be fitted into each other and removed for cleaning in different ways at different times that my eyes began to glaze over. At the end of the first hour, I asked if there was a manual I could consult, and I was relieved to know I had a place to look in the middle of the night in case I'd done something wrong and the machine wouldn't work. Lucky for me, that manual was a lifesaver later on that very night when I hooked up the tubing incorrectly and the outpouring of oxygen caused it to fly out of its fitting right across the room. Fortunately, my cat Sid was there as my assistant, and we both had a good laugh about this. All of these changes, additions, and alterations to my life were nothing, however, compared to the inner machinations that governed my psyche for the immediate days before and after this appointment. To say I felt old and doddering could only begin to describe my inner angst. I remember my daddy's long and slow health decline, and I thought, this is it. So it begins. I took a good look in the mirror as I was getting ready for the CPAP appointment and noticed multiple wrinkles around my neck I was sure had not been there the week before. Oh, terrific, I thought. This will complete the elephant look I'll have once I get the mask on and the tubing attached. No matter that I live alone, 
No matter that not having my oxygen level dipped to 66 during a series of apnea episodes was the primary incentive for trying this machine, it was clear to me that I had started my descent on this slippery slope. I have often said I could die today and that'd be okay with me because I've lived a rich, full life. While that is true, the today part feels a lot closer than previously envisioned. As these thoughts tumbled around inside my head, I certainly had nerve issues with my fingers, experiencing a twinge whenever I tried to use my right index finger or my left thumb. I noticed my feet were paining me a bit as well. Yes, these were clearly indications of health decline. But mostly, I realized I was sensing such a sudden loss of self. It had taken me years to get to a modicum of self-acceptance. Now that self-sufficient, independent, daring woman would be relying on a machine to make sure she didn't have a heart attack or a stroke in the night. I couldn't even count on myself to be awake should an emergency arise, although it is my experience that I do tend to slow down to almost imperceptible movement in an emergency anyway. That being said, the shedding of the image I had cultivated and curated over decades was such a wound I was not sure I could recover. How would I define this declining woman? How could I look myself in the mirror and still see the vibrancy I had possessed only days before? I'm noticing right now that I can't even talk very well. I was left standing without a part of myself I loved, one that I believed was my finest part. I got through the first night with the machine, reaching the goal of using it for two hours. If I laid on my back, I could almost go to sleep, and the sound wasn't bad at all, kind of like a white noise machine. However, I sleep on my side, and when I do that, the sound of my breathing is amplified to the point where I feel like someone has left the sound machine on high so that it's annoying rather than soothing. I also failed to go to sleep either time I had the machine and mask on, so instead of better sleep, I was awake multiple times during the night causing distress, not the least of which was knocking over everything on my bedside table as I attempted a trip to the bathroom. It had been suggested I place the CPAP machine on the floor next to the bed to avoid just this type of accident, but I found that configuration unsightly. It also meant I had to lean precariously out of the bed to shut off the machine if I needed to leave the room during the night, so I just ignored this advice. I have since cleared off a safe space on my bedside table that enables me to switch the machine on and off easily while continuing to avoid a messy floor, and I give myself enormous credit for this. The next night, I tried again, restocking my mind with positive messages of giving this a chance, of knowing I'm taking care of myself, of pretending this isn't the end of the world. I don't know if it's vanity that has me bemoaning my situation or grief over my now overt loss of independence, but whatever it is, it has a healthy hold on me. This feels like an emergency I can tackle only one particle at a time. After night number two, I was patting myself on the back for getting the machine put together, setting the heating higher to eliminate feeling like I was breathing in arctic air, and seeing the thumbs up for making it through two hours of use. 
Oh, gosh, I just remembered I need to go clean the nose peas, like the manual said. Night number three found me absolutely exhausted by a healthy workout that day and lack of sleep for the previous two days. I barely registered set up an attachment of the face mask and promptly turned on my side, noise be damned. One coughing fit and no bathroom trip, I woke up eight hours later to find I'd made it through the entire night with the mask on. I wasn't feeling more rested as promised, but I will say I was full of pride for my accomplishment. Yes, damn it, I nailed it, I thought. I'll bet I even set a record time for adjustment to the face mask. I think I should probably send in a report about how successful I've been so the mask company can use my testimonial. In fact, now that I think about it, I might be crossing into new territory. Old dog, new tricks at astonishing speed. Not bad for an old lady on a slippery slope. Thank you for listening to Now That You Ask. I hope you found this episode insightful and perhaps entertaining, too. Don't forget to subscribe, and if you enjoy the show, please take a moment to rate and review it on iTunes. If you didn't like the show, well, I guess you just lost a few minutes of your life. But you might want to try another one. They're all really different. You can also listen to past episodes and subscribe to email updates on nowthatyouaskpodcast.com. Bye-bye for now.